All right. Welcome back to Shit Talk. We are here, season two of the podcast, season seven of the league. Crazier things have happened, but this is pretty insane, Will. Yeah, we we know you guys love just hearing from us, uh, so we knew we had to come back again. Sorry for never doing a wrap-up episode after the playoffs last year. Um, kind of just lost track of time, but I think we're I think we're gonna call Brian right now. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get the. Uh, he's uh, he's been talking for forever about how we never had him on the podcast. We never had him on the podcast, so now we're gonna have him on the podcast. Let's see what <laughs> happens. This is bad radio. Yeah, this is really bad radio. I'm calling him. I, I don't think he's gonna answer, but. Please leave your message. Uh, two zero three four nine one nine three four one. Hey Brian, you're live on Shit Talk with me and Will. Uh, you know he can't he can't say anything right now. Right? Yeah. Uh, so we just wanted to have you on the podcast today and congratulate you on on winning and and that's really it. Congratulations, Brian. Eventually, he'll listen to the podcast and he'll hear these kind words. Yep. All right. Bye. Love you. Okay. That was cool. That's about what I expected that would be, but we'll just, we'll go straight into it. I, I don't think that people want the fluff that we gave last year on episode one. They don't want an hour and a half long episode. Let's just preview some matchups. We'll break down what the teams are. We'll give a full in-depth analysis. All right, dude. Let's see what happens. Who should we start with? Let's go to the scoreboard. I think that we should start, start with the winner. We'll go to Brian's game. Okay. So, I mean, um, I, I have to learn I, the name. Uh, Brian's team name is Shit on Your Chest this year, which I kind of like. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I think that, he, you know, he's top-heavy. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're going to strictly by projections right now, this is the game of the week. I mean, 130 to 120. Hold on. We'll keep building smarter SGPs. Right bad radio. This is terrible radio. Okay, yeah, uh, <laughs> the ad is done. Uh, yeah, right. go ahead. As I was saying, uh, <laughs> Nick is at 130 projected total. Brian's at 127. Um, so I think this is the game of the week. Um, yeah, like you said, Brian top-heavy, Mahomes and McCaffrey. I don't really care for the rest of his team, but when you have those two, you're always going to have a chance. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that this matchup ultimately depends on one player. If if Mike Evans is healthy and plays, I think Brian wins. If he's not, then I don't think that Brian really has the consistent depth to beat Nick's team. Um, yeah, I don't know what Brian's going to do about his second running back. Carryon Johnson, I'm not really confident in. Uh, Lions just got AP, so. Right. The, I, I mean, know. maybe he'll play Tariq Cohen in that case. Who really knows? I, I think that we knew going into it that Brian only really cared about his first five rounds. Everyone knew that. He didn't really make that a secret. So I think that by taking his top five guys, we'll see what happens. He doesn't have a second running back. He, you're right. He has no second running back. I, I just want to say I really like Nick's team this year. Um, if, if Todd Gurley stays healthy, I think he's going to make a deep, deep run. Yeah, I mean, I love Nick's team. I am with you there. But when you look at his team, isn't this just like – the most Nick team ever. I, I look at everyone and I'm like, that's Nick's guy. How do we let him get all of his guys? 
you're very right. Um, I feel like he always has two or three running backs that aren't quite top five, but they're always top 10 or they have the potential yeah. to be top 10. Keenan Allen, obviously. Um, Josh Allen, I'm not sure if he's his guy, but it's a good quarterback to have. Yeah, I, I think that he's – I mean, he always puts up rushing numbers. He throws the ball deep. He's got some receivers. He's got no line. Um, Keenan Allen was a good value pick. I remember saying that when he was taken that I'm surprised he lasted that long. Um, I think Nick has all of the Buffalo Bills. He's yeah. got the quarterback, the defense, um, and the two running backs. So yeah, I mean, not, not bad positions to have on that team, though. All right, but I'm going Nick. You're going Brian? Yeah, I'm going to take Brian here. I'm going to start off because I picked against him every week last last year, and he wound up winning. So I think if I pick him every week this year, he'll lose miserably. So I'm going to pick Brian, and I think it's going to be a pretty high-scoring match, 131-126. Fun game. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. We'll go to Zinc against John just because, um, I don't know. Spicy. Yeah, it's a spicy week one matchup. There's – I mean, nobody – I think that this is a game that when people go and check the score, the scores on Sunday, nobody will look at this game. Nobody will be like, I want to know what the score of Zink and John's game was. So that's um, why we're going to talk about it now. Um, I, I will say I think this will be a nail-biter. Um, not necessarily the most high-scoring, but – I was going to say low-scoring nail-biter seems about yeah, – yeah, yeah. uh, It's going to be a defensive battle. I do – I really like – John's potential, but his depth is very, um, it's very scary. And I've noticed he's been tinkering with his lineup a lot. So who knows how much it'll change from now and Sunday. Um, Zink's got a solid squad too. What do you think, dude? Yeah. I, you know, you kind of hit the nail on the head with John's team. He's got the starters. He always likes to have a good tight end. This is a John team, but there, you said it, there's not really a lot of depth. There's a lot of question marks on his team with age and rookies, and he's got the best of both worlds there. But Zink did put together a pretty decent team, if I do say so myself. And I, when I say pretty decent, take that with a grain of salt because I hate Allen Robinson. And Julio seems like – I know that he's younger than everyone thinks he is, and everyone kind of sleeps, sleeps on him this year. But you know what? He's good. Zink's going to be good this year. Zink's going to be good. He won't, he won't make the championship game again. Yeah, that, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. But I think he's going to follow up his run last year with, uh, with an above-average campaign this year. I, I can easily see him getting into the playoffs. Um, yeah, it, it depends. If Chris Carson stays on the field, then, then sure. I mean, besides that, he doesn't really have a second running back. He, yeah, he, he doesn't have a third running back unless James third, White counts. But, third, yeah, uh, third running back is what I meant to but say. But it's going to be tough um, against, against a really high-scoring Lamar Jackson, Barkley. Yeah. I think, I think I, Ridley and Marquise Brown are going to have good years for John. Mm-hmm. And, if, and if Jonathan Taylor can just – if he starts sooner rather than later, John might be uh, – I don't know, man. I'm, I'm not looking forward to playing. I'm looking at this right now, and I just realized that John is starting two Colts running backs in week one. That'll be fun. I think that John's upside is higher than Zink's upside for week one. Oh, for sure. Um, but, yeah, if, if I had to pick, you know, this week, um, I think I'm going to give it to Zink. Uh, yeah, for, for week one, just because of the starting a rookie running back, yeah. John, John is still figuring his team out. Yeah. Plan. John, John will go – two and two and then pop off four straight so yeah. 
Yeah, I think that Zink and a nail biter, one twelve, one oh four. Yeah, I, I, uh, right. yeah, I agree with that. Okay, um, let's go over to what I think is going to be a fun one in Boots and Parker. All right. I think that these teams are going to put up some points. I think that they're two of the most overrated teams in the league. And <laughs> I'm just excited. This is a game that I will, I will follow. Okay. I, I have um, – Parker, as much as I hate to say it, he's on my short list of championship contenders. Um, he always drafts well. I hate rooting for him, but he always drafts well. He's got three running backs whose potential is top ten. Um, yep. He's got a solid group of receivers. That's all you need. And um, he's, he's pretty deep everywhere. And you know, I really like Dak. So I'm, I'm really bullish on Parker this year. I disagree with your wide receiver take. I think that there are a lot of question marks with the, his receivers. I know that he was talking up Michael Gallup all draft. And he's going to be the guy. He's going to be the guy. That's wrong. Yeah, well. He's had injury concerns throughout his short career so far. And Amari Cooper's only missed five, two, three games in his five-year career. He's still the guy. They had a connection last year, him and Dak. I don't see Michael Gallup being a wide receiver, too, on a team. And then the Steelers suck. I, I, well, you know what? It's not just those two guys, though. He's got Debo, who's actually going to be healthy. Deontay Johnson's a good young receiver. And Terry McLaurin, who he just acquired from me. Is I, did, I did forget about the McLaurin trade. That makes it a little bit better. But if you're looking at, his, if you're looking at starting right now, I don't know. I, I hate the Steelers receivers. I, not, I don't know. Um, there's, there's question marks. Let's talk about Boots, though, because yeah. I think James Conner could be a top 10 running back. I actually tried to trade uh, for him earlier this week, and all I got in response from Boots was, uh, I'm good, thanks, though. So, <laughs> um, so you, you know that it's September when that happens. Do you, do you remember about, like, five – seven years ago when I tweeted out a compilation of all of Boots's tweets from um, I think I do, yeah. It made yeah me and it was all just like nice, sick, yo bro. <laughs> and I that's kind of what I see and obviously he's staying true to that. So Yeah. I, I think his team is solid. I don't really know what to expect from Kenny Galladay. I love Clyde Edwards Hilaire. You're right on James Connor. Um, Deshaun Watson, who is he going to throw to? Um, sure. Loves sure. Cooper Cup. Um, yeah, I, I I like I like the first four players on Boots' team a lot. Like probably more than any other team's first four players. But mm-hmm. I do not really like the second five. If you know yeah. what I mean. I I agree. I I agree. I would see I see Boots as a middling team this year. He'll finish yeah. fifth or sixth in my personal opinion. Yeah. But, He'll, I, I think he'll easily make the playoffs. I think he missed it last season. I could Yes, know. he did. Um, Boots, I always say this. He drafts really well. I really like, I really like those first four guys he got. Yeah. Um, I think over – I know I said in the beginning. I, you said it too. I hate rooting for Parker, but he's going to dominate this game. Yeah. Um, if, I, if I have to pick a team here, I'm going to go – I'm going to go with Parker and his proven quarterback, um, running back. And I think, I think Juju is going to score a lot of this. So I'll give it to Parker this week. Yeah. I, I hate agreeing with you with your picks too, but it, I mean, Parker's going to run away with it. It's going to be 138, 112. 
it's going to be over by oh, okay. Sunday afternoon. I'm, I'm thinking more like 130, but I mean, who knows? First week of the season. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do me or you next? Let's do you. All right. Uh, we should have led with this, but we have breaking news at the beginning of this podcast that Will and I have completed our annual trade. Yep. Um, yeah, I've completed two blockbuster trades before the season's even started this year. Yeah, that's uh, where you can tell that Will is in panic mode. I, you know, you can tell that I'm, uh, yeah, I'm in panic mode. I liked my team when I, when I drafted it. I had a lot of good value, but I didn't have a complete starting lineup. And I think I, I think I do now. So I'm pretty happy, but let's, let's hear your perspective on this. Cause this is your game. Yeah. Um, I, everyone kind of knew in the draft that I wasn't loving my team from the beginning. I didn't like how, I mean, I'm happy Michael Thomas fell to me at 10. Don't get me wrong. I think that he's a top four guy in, in the draft. I thought that he was one of the best players. He's going to be consistent for 10 catches and 100 yards every week. So I don't think that I – I mean, here, here's the thing. I wasn't in love with Kenyon Drake. I – like I said to you a little bit before off, off the record, I said that, yes, Kenyon Drake has a higher ceiling than Aaron Jones – but I need the higher floor. I came in last last year. I kind of have to play it safe this year. So when you approach me with the trade that was Kenyon Drake for Aaron Jones, I, I had to take it. I needed the running back flyer. I needed some depth. I needed the high floor. You got Aaron Jones, I, everyone, let me put this on the record. I know that he's not going to be what he was last year. I did not make this trade for what they were last year. Kenyon Drake will not be what he was last year. So I'm optimistic that Aaron Jones will be good. I like my team now. I, I think that I have a good core of running backs as long as my rookies kind of pan out or at least one of them does, I'll be fine because my receivers are deep. Drew Brees is going to put up points. If Drew Brees doesn't, Aaron Rodgers will put up points. And I think I have a good shot this year. I, um, I mostly agree with you. You're very one of the better cores in the league. Um, and now, well, I was telling you before, I, I made this trade because I needed it, but I think it was very favorable to us because you need, you need running back depth where one or two or three guys from your bench can turn into a stud and mm-hmm. they have potential between Gibson and Henderson and Montgomery and Fournette even. Yep. So if one of those guys can pair well with Aaron Jones, you're, you're good at receiver. I don't love Jared Cook, but he's fine. Um, and you can just you can play the waiver wire and figure it out. Exactly. That. that was my plan the whole time with tight end. Yeah, I I you know me in the past six years I've never really been big on getting a tight end early. I think that I can get the six to eight points and be fine and pick up the points with my receivers. So I mean I do I'm happy I have Charlie Week One. I'll I'll say that. Why? I, I, why? Because Kyler Murray is a tough matchup Week One. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell is a tough matchup week one. And, I mean, I, I just – I look at his team and nothing really jumps out at me. I, um, I do I, – I like Kyler. I don't love him. I think Alvin is going to have a really good year. Yeah, so good Alvin's going to be great this year. I, I think that Charlie made the right move by not, like, second-guessing himself. I know that there were some issues. Like, he had something to be nervous about when he was making the pick. But he made the right pick. He took Le'Veon Bell too early, though. Um, who knows what Hopkins is going to be in that offense, but I think he's going to be great. Um, 
I really like Tyler Lockett and George Kittle. I thought those were two really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, Charlie, Charlie had a solid draft. I, I'm not saying that he didn't. I just don't – I don't look at his team and say, oh, my God, this is the best team in the league, which makes me kind of confident that I can win. And I think what, – what happened with me last year – I know I'm, I've been talking about me a lot this podcast, but I need to because <laughs> I came in last last year. Uh, I know I'm the first person to come in last twice in this league, but I also won once. So Um, I lacked confidence last year. I had no confidence that I would win each week. I thought my team sucked. I wanted to generate some sort of fake confidence, but this year I, I do believe in my team. I never really have had this kind of depth and I think even if I go one and one, oh and two to start, I got a shot to pick it up. Mm-hmm. And you might grab Sony Michelle this week too, right? Right. I do have number one on the waiver wire. So I will say now that I'm going to take Sony Michelle and just have another lottery ticket at running back. All right. Let's, uh, let's go to me and Jeff. Hold on. I'm going to say that I'm going to win this game 122 to 118. It's going to be really close. Okay. I'm going to go Charlie just to spice it up a little bit. Okay, cool. Charlie wins comfortably. How's that? Fine. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, now I'll give you the opportunity to defend your team. Um, yeah, I, 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 don't really, I don't really want to defend my team. Um, I, think, I think it's still a work in progress, kind of like I said about, about John's team. i got to figure out which receivers to start every week. I really hope Will Fuller can go off um, as the clear number one for the Texans. Uh, quarterback's going to be – you know, week to week thing, same with tight end. But um, I really like what I'm doing. I got I got the same thing like that you do with your running backs on your bench, like a couple injuries or whatever, and I could have a couple lottery tickets. Um, mm-hmm. But for Jeff, Jeff actually has a pretty solid team. I don't think it's you know top top two in the league, but it's it's definitely above average. Um, mm-hmm. His running backs are solid. His receivers are solid. I love Mark Andrews this year. I think he's going to be good. And he did pick up the Steelers defense. So, I mean, it's definitely not a cakewalk. I'll Jeff, say this about Jeff's team. Make the playoffs this year. I'll say this about Jeff's team. When you look at Jeff's roster, all I see are guys that people just slept on. Yeah. I know Cortland Sutton fell in the draft. I know DJ Moore fell in the draft. People were scared about Nick Chubb. I know he reached on Miles Sanders, but that's because he's a Philly guy. I think Miles Sanders will have a good year. Melvin Gordon, people were scared about. I mean, Devontae Parker's a sleeper. I, I just see a lot of guys that you look at his team and you're like, eh, but he's going to be good. Yeah. No, I, going off of what you were saying, I feel like every time Jeff made a pick in the draft, it was a guy who like, had crazy good value because he kept falling. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gordon a long time. And so did DJ Moore. I think, like, I think DJ should have gone in the third round. I think he went fourth or fifth. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'm wrong about that, but that was a really good pick. And Wentz is going to be a good quarterback. I mean, if his weapons all stay healthy or get healthy, he'll be a top 10 quarterback. Yeah, I, I agree. He always has had that potential and maybe we'll see it this year. If not, I mean, he can always plug in his backup quarterback, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, Tannehill's solid. Uh, um, what's the prediction though? I think that Jeff is going to win week one. Okay. and. 
I don't say that just because I'm going against you. I mean, I'm talking to you right now, but I, I think that I don't, I don't know. I just don't, I don't think that he's going to lose. And it, it's kind of, it, it's my bias talking right now because I just like, I always want Jeff to lose. <laughs> but he always wins whenever I want him to lose the most. So now, similar to what I was th- saying with Brian, I'm going to root for Jeff to win and hopefully he'll lose. I, I think Jeff is, I mean, he's never not motivated, but just talking to him at the draft, like you can tell he really wants it this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, I think he's been down a couple of the past seasons, so he's due for, you know, positive regression. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I, I would not be shocked. I think this, this goes without saying, and it's really a kind of a pretty blatant thing to just put out there because it's obvious, but I think everybody has a shot this year. There's no team I look at and I'm just like, you know what, they, they, you know, could make the playoffs, but not, they're never going to get far. I think everyone could make the playoffs and everyone could get far. Yeah. There's a lot of parody this year and we'll yeah. see that unfold. There's a lot of question marks though with COVID. You, you, you don't know who's going to, what team's going to have a breakout and what's going to happen. But on paper, yes, I think it's going to be a really competitive year. I know we send up the draft, but last year was our best year that we've had out of the first six seasons. Um, I'm excited to see everyone kind of go with it and see if I, – I just want to see people participate. I want to see people want it. Like you said, it was good to see Jeff come out and want it this year. Not saying that that wasn't true before, but like – No, no, but it, there was – I mean – he was talking about how he wanted to make trades this year, and he yeah, was going to start offering some trades. Yeah, make some moves. So, I I don't know. I think that I think that we're in for a good one. Um, so I think the last thing we should do is pick like a dark horse championship contender. Yeah, me. You? That's very no. dark horse. No, I'm not going to pick me. I I think I said it before, but I I we we both said it. I love Nick's team. I think. Yeah. The dark horse contender, and I don't say dark horse because he's not a dark horse, but he had the ninth pick. So to have yeah. the ninth pick and be a championship contender from before the season starts, that means he drafted well, and that means that means something, right? Yeah, I I agree with that. I I feel like every year I I'm between Nick or or Boots. Um, Nick, I think I'm gonna go Boots just because I really really like his quarterback, two running backs, and Devonta Adams. I think that's just a solid core. Um, so is it safe to guarantee right now that Brian will not repeat? I don't – I would say so, but – because I don't love his team, but those first two guys are really fucking good. Best of their positions. Like, they're going to put up 20-plus every week. So, I don't think you can say that, no. I'm going to say it. Okay, say it. See, see um, and now, now let's – Let's predict who's going to lose it all this year. Sacco? Yeah. Okay. Can I, can I vote for you just because I think it would be funny? Yeah, you can do that. All right. I'm going to say you, dude. Um, I'll say right now, if I come in last this year, if I am the Sacco for the third time, I will relinquish my commissioner duties. What? And I, I will give up my first round pick next year. Okay. Both of those things? Yes. I will do all of that. All right, I'll write it down. Yes, you can etch that in stone. I am not coming in last place again. <laughs> um, but I, I will say, 
I know that Zinc brought it up in the group chat. I think there should be a punishment. I think that we should solidify it pretty early on in the season, if not before the games start. Right. I can do consistently year over year. Right. I that's that's what I was into South Carolina because. Right. No. No. You're right. It's got to be something. It's got to be something that we can do every year and that's realistic and reasonable and. All right. So hopefully, people who are listening to this can. Yeah. So come up with something. And we'll see what happens. But until then, good luck week one. We will see you early next week. And I'm so excited the football's back. Tomorrow's going to be a great game. Yeah, it's a great day for football. But love you guys.